guitar. Hey. Okay. Actually, uh, this is this is some of my music, but like rock music, okay. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever, whatever I come across. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, as you saw my presentation, rock music. Yes. Good afternoon, the extended uh, Two Dope Nation. My name is Gerardo Munoz. Your boy, Kevin Adams. And we are Two Dope Teachers and a mic, merely two public school teachers from the city of Denver. Um, we're about to wrap up uh, this conference on yes. racial and social justice put on by the National Education Association. Shout out to Shopa and Stephanie out there who Woo! were doing all this great work for us. Shout out to the folks sitting in front of us uh, who are here. <laughs> um, we are also uh, Facebook Living, and I just realized my mic is blocking. Is in your face? I'm gonna no, I'm gonna try to get it. This is a lot of how the show actually goes. <laughs> you usually don't go. have to worry about all the right, Facebook right. Live. Um, we, now it's blocking you, Kevin. That's all right. All right. I, I'll move over. We there. are here with an incredible guest. I yes. was kind of fanboying a little bit. Yes. Off, like, uh, you know, off mic. Uh, we're here with the eminent Daina Asili. Yes. Um, Boricua musician um, out of New York City who just did an incredible performance as a keynote to end. It's a great way to start the morning. Great way. Bring Thank that you energy. so much for being here with us. Thank yes. you for having me. It's amazing. So so for those of you who are not familiar with Dainasili's work, get familiar. Get, get familiar. What are you waiting on? We got the tropical sounds. We got those wonderful African and indigenous rhythms. And she got bars too. She got yeah. bars. Too. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. So, um, I guess to start, will you tell us a little bit about how you, um, how how you became this person who is able to use art as a platform for mm. consciousness and change? Mm. Yeah. Well, as I talked a little bit in my presentation uh, this morning, you know, a lot of it starts with my ancestors. You yeah. know, I can't talk about myself without talking about my ancestors because that's how I came to be where I'm at. So, you know, I my family is from Puerto Rico, as you said. I mentioned yeah. I'm Boricua, yeah. but I'm New Yorican. So yeah. I was yeah. born and that's raised right. in, right. in New York and upstate New York, um, to be specific. And, um, you know, for me, my, my, my grandparents were really all of my family were all musicians or poets in some way, shape, or form. And, you know, they weren't performers. This is, we're talking cultural arts. We're talking about, you know, the ways that it's woven into everything and the church songs and the prayers and the, um, you know, parties and, you know, fiesta and all of that, you know. Um, But my parents Yeah, they they call it, like, we call them concerts. You call it Saturday. There we go. (laughs) There we go. Breakfast. That's right. right. So, you know, that that was the the home environment that I had. My parents were, um, you know, musicians. My father was a Latin jazz conductor. Uh, He was a conguero, a doo-wop singer. Oh, my gosh. I feel feel like I'm reading a whole bunch of great works of of, uh, Boricua literature, like, right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 I feel like I've read stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we got it all. We got a little bit of everything. And my mom was a salsa dancer, just to get even more stereotypical there. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, And and they were both uh, keepers of a Puerto Rican folkloric tradition that um, descends from our African 
African and Taino ancestors called Bomba. Bomba. Yeah. And so, you know, they, they were uh, founders of the Latin American Student Union at Binghamton University, uh, what's called Binghamton University today. Um, and they, you know, as I like to tell a lot of students, this wasn't like you didn't sign up at the student association, you know, yeah. like, you know, like, yeah, yeah, and, you know, fill not, out a paper. Not like, and not like when go. we were in college. No, that's no, right. no, 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 no. Um, you know, it was hard won through protests and sit-ins. It was inspired by the movements of the time, the Young Lords, the Black Panthers, yes. Malcolm X, you yes. know, like anti-war movements, you know. Y'all, y'all can't see with the hair on the back of my neck. <laughs> as I think of like, these, these are just, this is just legendary. Yes, yeah. yes, exactly. Exactly. So, you know, they wore the berets, yep. you know yep. what I'm yep. saying? Yep. Like, yep. They donned the, the beautiful attire. The guayaberas. The guayaberas. With the, with the yes. woke patches exactly. on them. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. But more than that, they they did the work. Yeah. You know, yep. they did the work. They were inspired by that work. And my parents, and I didn't get to even mention this in the keynote, um, but my parents ended up, so they got there through an affirmative action program. They ended up staying there. Um, and becoming educators themselves. So what they did was they, um, well, they, my father was worked as an advisor for the educational opportunities program um, at Binghamton University for 30 years. Oh wow! Um, and really helped, you know, during the summertime would help to uh, work with the young people that came in through that that program and acclimate them and get them prepared yeah. for the for this higher ed experience, um, which for especially uh, you know students of color that were coming from say low-income communities in New York City you know these transitions were challenging the racism that they had to endure when they came upstate was difficult you know to say the least right um so you know these were my parents were incredible you know they were just (laughs) ridiculously incredible and you know and like any typical teenager I rebelled (laughs) (laughs) so you know here they are um you know teaching these culture arts and and I'm like not really appreciating it um you know remember parents no matter how dope you are yeah 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 the the children will rebel well we come to it eventually but it's gonna be okay but it's it's gonna come full circle it's gonna be okay the seeds are planted that's right that's right the seeds are planted and so you know for me um you know i grew up in upstate new york where i dealt with so much racism um on you know this is like uh binghamton new york the outskirts of Binghamton, New York, we're talking like, you know, this is this is like uh, a lot of like white supremacists yep, that yep, are yep, out yep, there. Yep, we're yep. talking about, um, you know, just super the Farmington incident. Yep, you know, yep, it kind yeah, of highlights yeah, that yeah, that tendency yeah. towards racially motivated violence. Exactly, yeah. yep. and, and also, um, you know, as I came out as a queer woman, yep. a queer girl, a teenager, um, dealing with a lot of homophobia, yep, extreme, yep, you know. Yep. I, you know, I'm talking not just uh, verbal violence, but physical, physical violence, violence that I had to deal, endure really throughout my entire life. Yeah. Um, so that made me a little bit angry. <laughs> a little. <Yes. laughs> Reasonable. Has, I had some feelings about <laughs> that. Reasonable, yeah. Um, and, you know, I didn't have, you know, just thinking about going, bringing it back to schools, I didn't have, like, um, educators who had my back. Yep, you know, yep. because there were no teachers of color in my school. Yeah, yeah. Nobody, you know, at least they weren't out as, right. as being queer. Right, yep, right. Uh, you know, I had very little um, support. Um, I did have one health teacher who's now a dear friend of mine. Um, his name is John Paracone. He yeah. speaks around the nation. Shout out to John Paracone. Shout out to, shout shout out. Out to John shout Paracone. Out. Yes. <laughs> right. um, but, uh, you know, I didn't have too many teachers. Um, and, you know, I had some, some close friends. 
but where I found community was in punk rock. There you go. Um, there you go. You know, I found people. So it was like, we were like, oh, you don't like the color of my skin. Yep, yep. Well, how about if I dye my hair purple <laughs> and get a couple piercings that's and a couple right, tattoos? That's right. That's right. Now, what do you think of me now? Yeah. It's, it's amazing how many Rasa folks, like, will will embrace punk rock. Like, there, there was a teaming punk rock, a Chicano scene. Yes, Chicano yeah, scene yeah. In, in East L.A. and on the West Coast. Oh, yeah. yeah, so like yeah legendary yeah. bands an came out of that. Oh, yeah. Well, like, see, that's about. a West Coast thing. And yeah. when we would tour, so, you know, the, the, short, the short version of the story is I ended up, this band ended up blowing up. You know, yes. we, we had records yeah. all over the world. We started touring. And, you know, so at wow. 17, I'm, like, touring the nation. Oh, my God. And thank <laughs> God, because it would help me to get out of my small little hometown yep. where I was yep. dealing with, enduring all of this yep. abuse. Yep. And I would go to the West Coast, and I would go and see all of these La- Latinx punks, yeah, you know, yeah, all yeah, over. Yeah, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. Wow, <laughs> I found it, yes. I'm not alone. Yeah. I'm not alone. I'm not wrong. No, and it was beautiful. It was beautiful. And we were doing popular education work. You know, yeah, we were yep. teaching one another. Yep, we were, yeah. you know, I would, it, it was more than just music. There, it was a scene that had, you know, we protested. We did education work and conference work together yeah. and, and, and zines. I don't know if you all remember. Yes. Oh, yes. oh, yeah. Oh, yes. yeah. They're back. They're, they're back. They're back. They're back. Okay. They're back. It's for those on the internet, it's paper. <laughs> <laughs> they were folded into little booklets <laughs> that right. had write. It was in writing, it, usually, not yo, even typed. That's right. I, I, yeah, I wrote, right. I wrote, I wrote. I remember one of I my wrote students. A, I wrote a hip hop zine. No, film when, yes. when I was like 16. Okay. I was like, I was like, man, I don't write about rap music. Y'all want to, y'all want to read then, you know. <laughs> no, I was trying I, to sell it. <laughs> I have a copy of one of my former students' zine that he made in eighth grade. It's like sitting in my house, oh, like, yeah. like from yeah. like 11 years ago. Yeah. I'd love to get it to him. That's like, awesome. Do you remember this? Do you remember? Oh, you know, I love that. I'm yeah. old on to it. I love that. But yeah. Yeah. So we you know, for me, this was like I was absorbing. I'm like, I am now a feminist. Yep. I am yeah. Now an yep. activist, you know, I'm pulling in all of these identities and weaving it into my music. Yep. You know? Yeah. Yep. So like, you know, the songs that I'm writing are about, you know, it, you know, uh, against this concept of borders and, yep. Yep. you know, yep. writing about, you know, reclamation, uh, you know, reclaiming this term feminist and yep. um, reclamation of love of my body as a woman of color. Yep. And, yeah. You know, th- some of these different themes um, that was like my beginning stages, you know, but. You know, and I don't think I got to mention this earlier, but I was also trained as an opera singer. These so. are the bonus tracks <laughs> on the yes. main album. Yes. And these are the bonus tracks. <laughs> Only on Two Dope Teachers. So, <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> so simultaneously, I was training in opera. And, okay. <laughs> okay. And, you know, I had a... Because you got pipes. Yeah, yes. you do. For you real. do. Thank for real. You, thank you. So my parents are like, why are we paying for these voice <laughs> lessons when you're just going to scream? scream. <laughs> hey, you're going to shred your vocal cords. Yes. Like, this is just That's not right. good for you. Yes. Yes. So, you know, I, I started to come, you know, hit that point in my life um, where I was like, okay, it's time to, to take a break from this. And, and really, you know, it wasn't authentic to me anymore. I had grown up and I and my musical interests, my musical passions were so were much more diverse yep, than yep. I was expressing in this music. Yep. Um, and then really, uh, as I as I grew older, my parents passed. Um, so within a year and a half of each other, uh, my parents passed. Oh. My father died of cancer. My mother died of um, hepatitis C, actually. Oh, wow. And um, soon after, my grand- I had grandparents who passed away. And um, the one that I wrote, the Sofrito song yes, about, yes. right? Such a great song, and, Abuelita. Yeah, and yeah. it was then that I was like, you know what? I have to come to my work in a way that's authentic to myself, that honors this legacy, yes. this tradition. I started, I was a mother at this point, 
And I'm like, I need to pass on yep, yep. this to my son, now my yeah, children. Yeah, yeah. You know, but at that point, my son, I need to pass this on. Yeah. I mean, I want him to have what I had to under this pride in who we are, yeah. but also the yeah, tools, these organizing tools, these, you know, all these pieces that my parents and grandparents left me. So, um, you know, and, and I actually, what I did was I went to get my master's degree in uh, transformative language arts at uh, Goddard College. Yes. You've been going to all the wrong schools. Transformative <laughs> language I know. arts. I know. I didn't have that. Going all, didn't have that. all the wrong schools. We just don't have the right schools in Colorado. Yeah, well, it, we didn't, this is a low residency program, so as sure. a single mom, I yep. could go and, and get my master's yeah, degree. Yeah, yeah. And I developed, um, I did two things there. Um, I developed a curriculum at that time. It was called Reclaiming Raices. And cool. it was uh, a, a curriculum that I created, you know, the beginning stages of what I do today. It was a social justice arts curriculum um, that I started to bring into uh, work in prisons. I worked with refugees. I worked with union workers and, of wow. course, with students. Um, and, you know, I also created my first album. Yes. Wow. Um, wow. So in the midst of all this, I received a, 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 an award from the Leeway Foundation. And with that award, this is a, a, a foundation that supports um, uh, f folks that are doing art and social change work. Yes. Um, and I received this awesome award that allowed me the opportunity to put out my first album. That's incredible. Yeah. That's and it was called War Cry. And it was an honor. It was really an album that was a dirge. It was honoring of my ancestors. Yes. And with yeah. that album, I wove in that punk rock rebellion. Yes. yes. But also the Afro-Latin roots yeah. and the teachings that I had been given from my ancestors. Yeah. And so I wove all of that into, my, into that album. Yeah. The title track... Is a track that I is a song I sang at the Women's March on Washington. Ah, um, many years later. Yes, yeah. wow. uh -huh. I mean, th th I think this is such a powerful thing, like as a Rasa person, for me to hear, because I'm multi-ethnic of Mexican descent, mm. and like I think you you arrive at this moment where you see what the popular media tells us that we're supposed yep. to be yep. as people of of Latinx like ancestry. And if we don't fit into those narrow categories, then you're questioning yourself on a yep, crazy yep, level, yep, right? Yep, yep. And um, like for me growing up around hip hop and around like folk music and all that kind of stuff, I'm like, well, what kind of like brown person am I? Like, how do I, how do I make all this, this music? Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. the only one yeah. talking like this. I'm the only one that cares about this yep, kind of yep, stuff. Yep. And so to hear your story, I find it very affirming. And I think that, I think that um, young people must look at you and say, this, is a dope woman who is doing her and like and and, and claiming a spot um, within movements and within communities is such a powerful thing. Do yeah. You, do you get that kind of response from the youth that you work with? I I do. You know, I I different populations of youth yeah. are you know their their stories and how they connect with my story is are different. Yeah. Um, but one of the things that I... There's a lot to connect there's to. There's a lot to connect <laughs> to. Yep, yep. You know, sometimes some communities, I'm like, yeah, and I did punk rock. And they're like, what's that? What's that? I don't we know, don't, what we don't know what punk rock about, is. You know? yeah, yeah. Um, I, I can hear, like, your Puerto Rican parents. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> or it was like my Mexican dad, like, asking me about this this rap music. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> These tonterias, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were... My parents were very confused. Um, <laughs> but, but you know what? The... Uh, Although they were very confused, they always allowed me to be my full self. 
There they you supported go. me. Yeah. Yep. They allowed me to be my full self, to express myself in whatever way made sense to me. Yeah. Yep. And that's the kind of parent and human I try to be. Yeah, that's this right. Planet. That's good really for us. We're parents honored. of girls of teenage girls of color. Yes. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and I, I'm a parent of a teenage boy and um uh and and a seven year old and girl. And it, you know, for me it's like I have to really take from my parents' teaching of you know, allowing us to be who we are. I actually wrote a song for my new album uh, called Who I Am. Um, this new album is, the, the, the short version of the story is that I interviewed women of color about their stories of resilience um, and composed songs and starting to release doc, uh, music video documentaries about their lives. Oh, that's awesome to me. Um, the song Who I Am is inspired by uh, my friend Paula, who is a trans woman, Puerto Rican, professional wrestler. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Uh, who, who has two degrees That's as an engineer. So dope. Um, oh, my gosh. And it's her story of, uh, you know, tr coming coming to the U.S. and struggling with employment and struggling to be, um, you know, ex be her full self yes. as an engineer, um, if she could even get the job that she was trying to get. Yeah. And so she finds this passion with, similar to my punk rock story, right? This, like, I can be myself yes, here in yes, this space. Yes, yes, yeah. In like, wrestling, can, you can be whoever I can you express want as a wrestler. <laughs> so, um, so that's her story. But I sing this song because I, I want to inspire that sentiment of being able to be authentically who we are and not fit into those boxes. You know, people are always like, well, what, what uh, genre of music? Yes, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, uh, uh, I don't know how to answer that. I don't know what <laughs> spirit music. calls music me. Is yes, right. No, yeah. Yes. 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 It's yes. good music. Yes. You know. Great music. But, but also, you know, just like having to fit in the boxes of what it means to be Latina or what it means to be, you know, what is your, you know, se sexual orientation? What right. is your race? What yep. is your, da, 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 you know, and like what is your religion? Da, 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 and like having to constant, like, or be told who you are before we yeah. even get a chance to oh, form yeah. it for <laughs> ourselves. Yeah. So, you know, part of that for me is like having to undo all the things that I've been told I am and, and starting to make a choice about who, I, how I want to identify, you know, and yeah. inspired by her story. So. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. awesome. Thank that's you. awesome. Amazing. So you mentioned uh, in your talk that you do a lot of work around uh, ending mass incarceration. Yeah. Yes. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So, um, you know, as I mentioned in my talk, uh, you know, my parents uh, were involved with, uh, you know, inspired by the Young Lords, Black yes. Panthers, those yes. social yes. movements. Yes the generation that I grew up in, those folks were incarcerated. That's right, that's right. Because of Cointel Pro, right? Mm -hmm. So we had um, all these Black Panthers, um, Puerto Rican independentistas, yep. uh, uh, folks from the American Indian Movement, um, you know, and, and so on that were, and all, many are still sitting yep. behind yep. bars. Um, and so I got involved through, through, you know, through the activism of my day in that uh, movement. Uh, particularly Mumia Abu-Jamal. Yes, um, yes. And Mumia at that time, uh, who's a political prisoner uh, originally from Philadelphia. Live from death row. Yes. Live from yes. death row. Live. Mumia was exposing what was happening in the prison system. Yeah. And yes. really, yes. you know, yeah. you know, he was a journalist who was who was imprisoned um, and falsely accused and, and has been locked up. He was on death row. We got him off of death yes. row, which yes. is Muted awesome. Yes. Right. But that's good. Uh, yeah. But, we, you know, we're still working for full freedom. Yep. Uh, but Mumia was talking about exposing what was happening in the prison system in a way that nobody uh, that I know of yep, had been yep. talking about it before, um, and 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 really you know offering these books and and um, 
through uh, Noel Hanrahan and Prison Radio, another yep. podcast, yep. Oh, yeah. uh, being able to actually get that voice out there straight from the prison, you know, calling straight from yep. the yeah. phone. Yep, yep, yep. And well, NPR censored a bunch of this stuff, too. Yeah. So yep. that, that collection, all things censored, is, yep. oh, here's the stuff that even NPR would play. Right, yep. exactly, yep. exactly. Yeah. And, and so, you know, people, you know, I think that mass incarceration, when I say, when I speak about mass incarceration now, people are like, oh, yeah, and mass incarceration. Yes. It's much more, but, like, when, you know, in my day, this was, like, you know, people were not having these kind of conversations yeah. yep. the way they yep. are today. Yeah. Um, and so I thank Mumia for breaking that open. And it started to realize the ways that incarceration impacted me yes. as the daughter and sister of two formerly incarcerated Afro-Latino men, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. and what how that impacted our life. And um, realizing that, you know, just, you know, that this was more than just these political prisoners, but really wanting to dismantle this and this system that, is uh you know that really comes out of slavery yes you know what i mean yep, it's a yep, continuation yep. of slavery mm-hmm. and wanting to dismantle that so you know that's what i've continued to build from that moment i i, I co-founded the new york state prisoner justice network yeah. which is a network of over 100 organizations throughout new york state um that are that build with one another around prisoner justice issues uh locally in my community in albany i have the capital area against mass incarceration wow. yes. um i know and you know, just in general, I use my voice. I make music videos, right, and yes. and make songs about incarceration. I have one that is online called Freedom, but I have multiple songs about incarceration, and you know, I use those to go into the classroom. So I use this music video to have to start that conversation with young people, yeah. um, especially you know, just wanting who want to be, you know, just. It's something more than just like you know a, a slideshow with statistics. Yes. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, That's yeah. So impersonal. which has its place, but well, I do that too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's in yeah. there. There's, but there's a role, but I, I think what's so powerful is that like th- this is why there was a movement to censor hip hop in the '90s because these are like when the messages come cl- clearly and come through so powerfully and appealing to a different way of like receiving. Yeah information like you like songs stick with you yeah you know yep. and yep. that's why it's so powerful Absolutely. You know? yep. yeah Absolutely. powerpoints aren't enough and it, but but it's but that's what impresses me so much about the work that you do is that you're on point in both regards like so you're <laughs> knowledgeable and educated you've done the work um to to really know what you're speaking about and and then artistically i mean I, it's contagious i couldn't believe people yeah. weren't dancing yeah, i was the first one to get up dancing i'm like early. i'm gonna dance yeah that's <laughs> we need more dancing we need more dancing <laughs> <laughs> there we go we got dancing there we go there we go there we got more cowbell, cowbell. <laughs> that's right always <laughs> clave i think you call that the clave right <laughs> yeah 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 no it's so true music does speak to our hearts and so you know when i show that music video and we listen to that song the students are in it and yeah. then they're more oh, open yeah. to yeah. want to talk about that yeah. you know to look at the slides and have yeah. talk about the statistics and have that conversation and then be inspired to want to yeah. do something about yeah. it yeah you kids know? know their music and yeah. they, they're they're connoisseurs of powerful music they absolutely are when you listen to them talk about music we were talking about a former student we have that i will i will dm her on twitter and just say all right, what should I be listening to? Like, <laughs> tell me what I need. Oh, man, you need to listen to this. Yes. You need to listen to that, like yep. that kind of thing. So um, two questions, I think, in closing. Um, so first question is, um, how can we support you as an artist, mm. but how can we also support the work that you are also a part of mm. um, in your community? Well, um, so 
as an artist, you know, one of the things that I, I'm a grassroots artist, right? So, uh, you know, I, I'm not corporate sponsored. Yep, yep, I don't yep, yep. some big label, yep, you know, yep, yep. I'm a grassroots social justice artist. So it's really about sharing the work, you know. Yeah. I, yeah. So right now I have... Um, I have a number of music videos which educators can use yes, you know, in their yes, classrooms and do yes. all the time. Yeah. You know, uh, these videos I've one on um, uh, freedom about mass incarceration and state violence. Another one um, about climate change. I have another one called No es mi presidente, which is yeah, more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, this is about like that legacy of resistance, you know, in the broader uh, perspective. Um, but I also have been starting to release, as I mentioned, these uh, documentaries, these music video documentaries. Um, one was, uh, I have a, a longer one that's a 30 minute documentary about um, the aftermath of hurricanes Irma Maria. Yes. So I went there and I interviewed four women artists and activists about their stories of resilience after the storm. Yep. And I created a documentary about it and also, you know, filmed what I witnessed. Wow. Uh, I, I left on New Year's Eve and um, stayed for a week and, uh, you know, was uh, blessed to be able to speak with these folks wow. and, yes. and wow. learn from these teachings. Yeah. And I think, you know, even though, um, you know, educators and folks might not be Puerto Rican, I think that as, as, as my friend Yasmin Hernandez says, that the teachings, what, what folks are learning and what they're doing in Puerto Rico yes. is yeah. a powerful yes. example yes. for the world. Yes, no. yes. Right? Yes. So, you know, the this idea of, as, as my friend Yasmin says, uh, the we, we are cucubanos. Cucubanos are these um, lightning bugs that are native to Puerto Rico. And, you know, we carry this bioluminescence that sometimes only when we are in complete darkness, yes. when all yes. resources and tools have been taken away for us, from us or so we are told, yes. it's only then that we're able to see that inner light, that yes. resilience, that strength, that courage, that wisdom, all the tools that we've been given from our ancestors that, wow. we have, that have always resided in, inside of us but we've never had the opportunity to see to feel to experience and, and to let shine you know so <laughs> man, love that. Man, love that. So that I encourage folks to share share that What's one. The name of the book? It's called the, it's the the Cucubanos. Cucubanos. And I actually wrote a song about Cucubanos on my new oh, album, gosh, uh, based so on our conversation. And she actually did. Awesome. Uh, she's a mural artist, so she did a whole mural uh, arts um, yeah, just series on it. Yeah. yeah, it was it was awesome. She's incredible. Um, and and then I have another documentary that I released called Plant the Seed. Um, which is about food justice, yeah. yes. um, but it's more than just food justice. Again, so when we talk about what's food justice, yes, you know, food justice is about ending racism and injustice in the food system. Yes, you know, yes. and again, and, and this is a whole nother long conversation, but you know, we're looking at that the the food system, um, the way you know, it also stems from slavery. Yep. You know, yep. as we know yep. in the yep. United States, and colonization, um, and and genocide, and you know, so. Uh, you know, part of what this story is, is about my my best friend, Leah Penniman, her journey to um, start this organization called Soul Fire Farm, um, uh, that I'm now a president of the board of this organization. Cool. Um, and, you know, her wanting to help other uh, black indigenous people of color to connect with land and food reclamation, health yes. and wellness reclamation, yep. yeah. you know, yeah. which, you know, is our survival. When we think of the number one, uh, a killer yep. of, of yep. black and Latinx people right. in this country 
is lack of health of, and wellness, yep. right. yeah, lack of right. access to healthy food, right. Right. and 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 you know and you know many of our traditional uh, healing methods, for example, yeah. yep. have been taken away. Yep. So anyway, that's a whole nother reclamation. Reclamation. Yeah, we don't need a colonized notion of how to be right. healthy. No. We have that. We have we that. Have our, that. our ancestors we, we, had yes. that. Have to exactly. It. So what? So part of what? So what we do at Soul Fire Farm is teach those Afro-Indigenous practices practices um and so the 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 documentary is about that but it's also about someone who finds the courage to um step into their own um destiny you know to to say you know to to carve a path that's not necessarily clear that's not necessarily been done before and to, to to take those courageous steps forward and i think that's something that all of us can be inspired by whether you're an educator you know one of of uh slim to none other educators of color in your school and you're carving that path and making those waves that you need to make because you know that that's what you were sent to this earth to do Mm, you know that i think that leah stories (laughs) you know it reminds us that we're not alone you know Know, yeah. in that you know yeah. even though yeah. you might be alone there yeah. you know we as a people that are all on this path of that's car- right. you know carving these paths we need to do that you know and so we're we're in this together that's right you know that's you right. might feel alone but we're in this together you know yeah. so that's yeah. that's dope that's that and you know share all of that and yeah. i don't yes. know yes <laughs> oh um I, I I don't have words for <laughs> how I feel about this conversation. <laughs> like, so awesome! It, it's it's just incredible, I, and just thank you for for being that light for so many of us um, who have been so blessed to like to to just discover your music and the work that you're doing. And it's just so refreshing when you have artists who are just saturated with the work and with yes, the community. Yes. And, and it's interesting, like, we ask you about yourself and you tell us about everybody else who's, <laughs> who's like, been a part of, of your journey. And I think that that's so, that's just a really beautiful thing. Yes. So, yeah. yes. I am um, we. Yes. I am beautiful. we. I'm a that's reflection it. of that's us. That's it. Yeah. And that coming to that realization is so powerful. You know, it's like, like you said before, you know, we have our parents who are telling us all this stuff mm-hmm. and it's 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 sitting deep inside of us yeah. you know and i can really relate to that because then all of a sudden the spark and you're like that's who i am yes. that's right oh yeah. i remember yeah. all of this and all yourself, comes like, oh, my flooding always, in you know yeah. you're like yep. oh my mom used to always yep. okay oh. <laughs> and we take that and we continue to move it forward yeah you know yep. we don't we the culture and these teachings it's not stagnant it's a river ever flowing that's right you know that's we keep right. it moving forward we take we take these teachings with us but we still continue to move move that river forward yep and, yep and and carve anew yeah so uh, Denver peeps, uh, Dainasili will be in Denver for a yes. week in September. We will uh, definitely highlight that um, thing, and we will start raising money so we can like so we can make it work. Make, just really bring her to a big forum, and we can make something happen for us. So um, so definitely stay up with us. So the way we way we conclude the podcast, I ramble a little bit, and. Um, and then there'll be a signal and we all say stay dope together. Okay. So that's that's kind of what we do. And uh, and I and I wonder if we could also get you to do a little um, endorsement that we could drop. Yeah, uh, you yes. say your name and you are listening to Two Dope Teachers in a Mic. Maybe you would yes. do that for us. Yeah. Yes. Man, we'll play that like yes. all the time. Absolutely. <laughs> you do yeah. that? Yeah, all right, cool. For sure, cool, for cool. sure. All right, well, for Taina Asili, for Kevin Adams, I am Gerardo Munoz, and we are reminding you with rhythm and with music and with artistic creation that comes from the ancestors today, tomorrow, to always stay, stay dope. dope. Yeah. Would you do that a little?